Welcome to Dr. Three, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard ranked ladder. I'm your host, Daring Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Grandmasters, Caster, Dragon Rider, and Major Death. <laughs> so I saw that that was in there, and I still forgot, and you just said that, and it's still gone. You, you know what? The, the best part about that was... I uh, I was getting my mute button set up right there, so I wasn't even looking at the intro. That was all from memory, so. What? You've only Perfect. said it twice, and you already memorized <laughs> it. <laughs> hey, I only had to mess up the major death once to, to get it permanently etched <laughs> in my memory, so. Um, speaking of major death, let's go to last week's poll question. Mage, what do we have? All right, last week's poll question, we asked you a question from our little game show last week. We asked you, what card do you wish saw more play in standard that currently isn't seeing play? We didn't get many responses, but I do thank all of you that did submit. Uh, Darren, you threw out that you wanted to see some t- some more Ticketus. Hell yeah. So seeing Ticketus. <laughs> uh, we had from LCR said Grand Finale. I uh, thought it'd be cool for if Elemental Mage had a little bit more support or that this card was good enough to make that Dexy play. Uh, Forrest Bates in the Discord put Ringmaster Watley and Diego Centric said Varian Rin. I, I played played some Varian Rin. Uh, pretty happy with that card. And then Bit by Bit said that you can basically play any card you want right now in the meta uh, and, do, and still do okay. It's not... It's not that bad. He said, for me, I want to see Farmer Hunter as an archetype. So uh, so there you go. So you wanna, those you were want, the responses. Are you you're talking about getting some Elwyn boars going? Or are you just talking Farmer I, Hunter? I mean, I, I, mean I, I don't. There's no specifics here. But I. it seems like that might be one of the reasons you would want to play or what you would be doing with farmer hunter. So, uh, I was going to say I've only seen that card play once, not on Elwyn Boars. So, right. So yeah. Thank you everybody. As usual. I feel like, I feel like you're right. I feel like I saw Rin multiple times today. Um, so I feel like he's, He's just in very specific decks. Like he has a very yeah, specific like use. If you, if you're playing Paladin, you're probably playing him. The question is: Is are you playing Varian Rin if you aren't playing Paladin? And right now, it doesn't seem like that's the case. Yeah, I've seen him fringely in a like Warrior or another deck, but if it's Paladin, I expect to see Rin. So right. Um, so let's move on to the news. Uh, first off, sad note, Alec Dawson leaves Hearthstone team for other, another unannounced Blizzard project. Shared message about his last day on Twitter. Tweet reads, career update. Today is my last day on Hearthstone. Working on Hearthstone was a dream, but I've decided to chase after some new dreams. I'll be joining an unannounced project at Blizzard and reuniting with some of my favorite people. Incredibly excited. So much to learn. Look out for for future final comms from Chalky and Gallon. And lastly, just wanted to say thank you to Hearthstone Community. Working on this game was an absolute joy. So, as we've interviewed Mr. Dawson, it's, it's sad to see him go. He's such a always felt like such a great presence and like so much positive. Like, I feel like there were a lot of positive changes underneath, uh, Alex. So, uh, I hope those, I hope that culture continues going forward because getting these frequent updates and the, um, the design notes and the insider at the, uh, developers insight into everything was really nice. So like, I hope that continues. Whether he is responsible for it or not, I am always going to equate a more transparent uh, sort of communication between the developers and the community because of what Alec Dawson has done during his time with the Hearthstone team. 
Uh, you know, it's it's amazing to me that we didn't have that before and just how much of a difference I feel like it made for our understanding of what's being done and why that I, I you know, Chalky and Gallon have some big shoes to fill. And uh, I I'm excited that Alec gets to go and do something he's this excited about. Uh, but I am definitely going to miss uh, his updates on Twitter, getting to hear him talk about uh, the the game, whether it's on our podcast, a different podcast, reading read, reading something he's written. Uh, just an incredibly smart person, and you could definitely tell that he cares about the game, cares about the community, uh, and and we we need lots of people like that. And and I, uh, yeah, the. Whatever this project is, he's going to they uh, they are getting somebody very good. Yes, this one's definitely very bittersweet. I mean, I feel like my entire time playing Hearthstone, like he's always been a presence. Whether it was you know on you know as a host of the Golden Wisp, and then you know I got to do my very first coaching session uh, from him when he was doing those on Golden Wisp, and can really get connected to the game that way. Uh, we got to interview him on this show, you know, just chatting and seeing his his involvement uh, since he started on the team, you know, getting to do some of the like announcement videos and, and that kind of stuff and kind of seeing him change from that community role into the Blizzard community kind of role as the developer. So definitely bittersweet, but we do definitely wish him the absolute best in, in what he's doing next. And uh, I hope that we will... Probably not soon because that's just how those things work. But I hope we eventually get to see what what it is that he's working on and uh, see all of the the passion and, and everything that he brings to that as well. Yes, yeah, for exactly. So, thank you for everything, Alec. So new welcome to Mercena- mercenaries video was released. Quick start video is just over four minutes long and goes through the basics of the new game mode that is coming out next week. Mercenaries launches next week! Yay! <laughs> That's my contribution yeah. to the news. That is literally <laughs> in the notes. So that was... Yes. It was very stealthily put in there. We didn't notice it until yeah. the last second. So, yes. in, in, ca- in case the... The comment about new game mode coming out next week was too subtle for you. Dragon Rider was making sure that she hammered home that point. That's right. The new game mode is coming out next week. Yes. I'm so excited. Also, I saw a lot of comments underneath that video, and I definitely agree, but a lot of people were saying things along the lines of, I wish this had been put out for the reveal or... Now I'm interested because now I understand what it is, you know, and I'm more excited for it or a lot of things like that. So thank you to the team for putting that together. I I do hope that they kind of take this as a learning, you know, opportunity and maybe switch things up a little bit differently in the future on how some things get revealed. But I I do hope this is a positive and that people saw that and are, are getting more excited for it. Yes, I hope so too. So now we get to hit a more somber note as Tice Blitzchung, among the latest to retire from competitive Hearthstone. Others that have announced their retirement since the start of the season, Surrender, Muzzy, Eddie, Tiz, and Dawn. So, prompted an interesting comment from Brian Kibler. I was actually consulted for my input on both HSGM and the MPL. And one of my biggest concerns for both was that they meant for people outside. They were meant for the people outside the system. Turns out the execution of so many of those people also negatively impacted the drive of those inside the system as well. And like, I can't think you. What's that? You, you met. You met. You met. You messed up, Wordy. Okay. Said the turns out the exclusion, exclusion. Not the execution. Uh, <laughs> we sorry. didn't kill anybody. Yes. We just the people that ended up not being grandmasters. The it just sort of kind of atrophied the competitive scene outside of those 
you know, 16 people that were in the system. And, and I think a lot of the camaraderie that came from a larger competitive scene allowed for people to be interested longer and, and that sort of thing. And so it was just, it was, it was really interesting that, that, that Brian brought that up. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of comments about the fact that we've seen so many people decide that to step away from competitive Hearthstone now over the, over the course of this season and what that might mean for the future of Grandmasters. Um, I, I, I hope that, I hope that something happens to that makes it that reinvigorates interest in the competitive scene, not just for the people in, but the people around. And I mean, if you're going to ask someone like <laughs> you probably should listen heavily to Brian Kibler, a man who competed in the highest level of like pretty much every card game before Hearthstone, like, the dude was prodigal on so many different things. Like, I I remember, like, the first time I remember hearing about Brian Kibler was when he, like, I found that he was the first one to win the, like, the major in VS systems back in the day with, the, with New School, which was, like, the most insane deck I'd ever seen playing that game. So, like, I was just like, this guy knows exactly, like, and so he's had experience competing, qualifying, and winning. So, like, obviously, you know, I feel like his input probably should be very like treated like gold because <laughs> you don't have you don't have uh, always have people who have gone through multiple, you know, Magic, VS, and whatever card other card games he went through and competed at the top level. So. Yeah, it's it's very interesting too because I think there's also a much deeper conversation to to be had about this whole topic and a lot of things factor into this. I mean, first of all, I think the switch to grandmasters has been something that's changed uh just the way that people interact with Hearthstone esports for quite a while now, like basically since it came around, the switch to YouTube impacted things, COVID impacted things, and and I, I would say also the the impact of COVID eliminating land tournaments has both negatively and positively impacted people, but it depends on where you're at. Um, I think people in North America and Europe were more negatively impacted with that because I think those were more likely the people that could more easily go to the land tournaments. And people in like South America and certain parts of APEC have been hugely benefited from these tournaments like the masters tours and stuff being fully online we have seen a huge like surge of latam players and apac players who are putting out tremendous results because they're able to compete you know more consistently whereas they weren't before with the land tournaments so like all of it combined has just been a, a very interesting thing i think plus also just with something that goes on and on like we're hitting the eight year mark now for a lot of people who have been in the scene so I think just the time factor as well some of the players especially competing at that high level for that long of time there's gonna be a point where even if they're doing well even if they're happy with the game there there's probably gonna be a point where some of them will start to slowly step down it's just right now we're seeing like a huge you know a, a, it's all compiling on top of itself to just seem like everything's happening at once. So it's, it's just a huge thing, but, and we could go talk about that for probably an entire episode and how all those factors contribute, but it's just a really weird time right now. And I'm sure things like the, you know, all of the, uh, the lawsuits and all of that stuff probably don't help either. So it's, it's been a very interesting time, but you know, definitely, also bittersweet just like we talked about with alec for all of these players you know some of these players who have been in the scene for a very long time stepping away but um i'm personally really excited to see what changes come about because of you know all of these things and kind of the the new blood and the new competitors that yeah. that want the chance and kind of step in and and see what happens with all of that i'm uh i'm looking forward i i'm trying to look at the the hopeful positive side and and keep you know keep the positivity going so 
Okay. Yeah, when when somebody leaves, that op- does open the door for somebody else. And we saw somebody in this season of Grandmasters kick down the new door that they got, uh, that they walked through. So we'll talk about that uh, at, near the end of the news. But yeah, I I don't think don't think there's a lack of good players that can come in and and, and have an impact in the in the scene. It's just how do we make sure that it continues to thrive? Um, and not just churn through players. Precisely. So let's move on to Ixar's question and answer number 31. Um, Dean Ayala covered cosmetic balance changes, diversity, battlegrounds, among other topics. Regarding Sorry, my, my, Eng- my English is terrible. Diversity <laughs> in battlegrounds? <laughs> The cosmetics, balance changes, diversity in the game, okay. and battlegrounds, among other topics. Okay. Sorry about that. There, it was speaking speaking about you know characters and specifically some of the gotcha, uh, gotcha. the diversity and some of the new mercenaries and things like that, and and how they've been trying to make strides for that uh, over the last couple of years. That's good. All right. So regarding preference of a higher power or lower power expansion. Given the choice between either, probably higher power. Higher power sets are pretty high on complaints and emotions, but low power sets mean players get bored and quit. Obviously, we'd rather be somewhere in the middle. Regarding balance changes based on perception, most of the time we make, uh, most of the changes we make are due to perception. I'd only really consider something truly imbalanced if win rates are exceeding 54 or 55%. That usually only happens zero to one times per year per set. Excuse me. <clears throat> Regarding the final balance team with Alec leaving, the final design team will be Chalky HS, Gallon HS, and Board Control. I'll still have plenty of oversight as the case with Alec, but I wouldn't expect any major changes in philosophy. All right, almost done here. We're moving on to. Alan, C86, Gabby, and Killin' All Day win regular season uh, for the final week of Grandmasters. APAC, uh, Alan won 3-2 over Glory with the lineup of Quest, OTK, Demon Hunter, uh, Garot Rogue, Quest, Handlock, and Big Warrior. Gabby won over Felcane with a lineup of Quest, OTK, Demon Hunter, Anaconda, Celestial Druid, uh, Garot Rogue, and Quest, Handlock. Killing All Day won 3-2 over Dimitri Kazov with a lineup of Quest OTK Demon Hunter, Anaconda Celestial Druid, Quest Rogue, and Quest Handlock. Notes. Warlock returned to the top three picks alongside the usual spe- suspects of Rogue and Demon Hunter in everywhere but APAC where it still landed in the fourth spot. Paladin and Warrior seem to have found a spot in the competitive meta where a Shaman and Priest are in steep decline, uh, barring APAC where sh- uh, five Shamans were still brought. The opinions of Mage differed as the amount of picks ranged from Europe's 8 to APAC's 2. So as final week, we have the relegations, the people who are being relegated from Grandmasters, so... In America, we say goodbye to Kalis Luna, Ego Waffle, Eddie, and Rami94. Well, Eddie was going to retire anyways, so it's sad to see him go. Uh, Europe, we say goodbye to Tice, retiring Floki, Warma, and Boston. APAC, we say goodbye to Chansu, retiring Trahizen, uh, Blitzchung retiring, and did we say Dawn was retiring too? Did we did we see that? Yep. Yeah, so three out of the four people who got relegated in APAC are retiring. So, yep, and that is it for the news this week. Don, you want to go over the news we have? Or, I yeah, mean the so uh, the tournament. Yeah. I am. Ooh, I'm on fire tonight. <laughs> That's okay. I think we each have we each have a week, you know, <laughs> but. Yeah, for tournaments, I don't have a lot. Uh, I do just want to mention that the Max LAN uh, is going on this weekend as well. Uh, So if you're going to look forward to some tournaments that's happening, 
Um, I do know uh, Baby Bear is competing in that, so I am excited to kind of watch that and uh, cheer her on. But also, this weekend is going to be the Grandmasters playoffs. So we, you just mentioned uh, the relegations. So the relegation part is over. So now this playoff week is all about finding out who is going to be crowned the champion for each region, who will be headed to the world championship uh, for you know, the world. So it's going to be the winners from season one. And then along with these winners from season two, along with a couple of the gold China series or the China gold series winners as well uh, to round out the eight players. And that is December 18th through 19th. And then yes, mercenaries is coming out next week. (laughs) Real real quick note, grandmasters playoff this weekend, which means there is drops available specifically for this weekend for playoffs. So if you watch for, I think, two hours, you get a pack. Watch another two hours, you get a second pack. Uh, you, We had a break. You could get that on week one. Then two weeks two through seven, you could earn another two packs. And now in the playoffs, you get a chance once again. So uh, definitely another reason to catch a little bit of the Grandmasters playoffs this weekend, in addition to seeing the top eight from each region compete. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. I forgot to put that in the notes. But yes, make sure that you watch and claim those rewards so you get some packs. And then next week, Mercenaries is launching and No Pros here is holding a Mercenaries tournament on Wednesday, October 13th, starting at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. I kind of mentioned this last week, but Molahu TV and myself, Dragon Rider, are going to be casting the event uh, again, we're still kind of planning everything and, and getting set up because unfortunately, since it's so close and we like don't know anything about how spectating is going to work and all that stuff, it's just going to be like a crazy couple of days. Uh, and I hit my sub goal. So also on Tuesday, I'm going to be streaming for 12 hours and then recording here and then streaming in the morning and then casting that. So it's going to be like a whirlwind of a couple of days, but I am so excited for it. Uh, it's going to be fun. You know, it. It seems like a lot, but, you know, I said the other day, it's like Mercenaries is only launching once. So, you know, I'm I'm going to buy into all the hype. We're going to be excited <laughs> for it. Do what I can uh, for this, this one time happening. Uh, but, you know, if you want to check out and see, like, us talking about it and trying to, to see how a competitive Mercenaries tournament might play out, then... Definitely would love to have you. You can follow myself, Molahu, No Pros Here, Posca, uh, any of those channels to keep up to date. And we'll have the Battlefly link if you want to participate in that. Um, so I don't, that's, that's kind of it um, for tournaments. But uh, what do we have for our main topic? Real, real quick before we move on, I'm going to call, yes. call last second audible. Do you guys have any favorites in the tournament this, this weekend? For Grandmasters, yeah, man? yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, it's Ooh. it's hard to argue against Gabby. I mean, he <laughs> yeah. he has legitimately he's scored twenty four points during season two, which is more than anybody has been able to score in a Grandmaster season to this point. And so, uh, it seems like a fool to be going against him uh though europe has some phenomenal players that are going to be going up against them and it it just takes you know a bad a bad draw day or or being a little bit distracted and 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 you can get bumped off so it's uh it's it, i'm gonna be very interesting to see how he does i don't i don't know in na to be perfectly honest where are you at dragon rider Oh, let's see. Okay. I think if I have to pick three, like I'll pick one for each, for each region. I'm okay. I'm going to say Alutimu for APAC. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if I can go against uh, Gabby for, <laughs> for Europe. So we'll have to have to say Gabby for Europe and yeah. America's I'm really torn. I'm really torn Um, just because some of the players have just been so consistent, but 
I think I'm going to go Monsanto because I think the weeks that he has put up the good lineups, he his play has been super consistent and solid, and I think he just gets there. So I think for America's, I'm actually going to say Monsanto. Okay, so I have I have Glory in APAC. I have Yarla, my boy Yarla, going all the way in in EU, and then in America. I'm also going with Monsanto. I feel like he's got he's got the uh, the motion right now. He's doing he's basically on fire. So the only the only other hesitation is um, for. Uh, Dimitri Kazov. I feel like Dimitri Kazov is is also been playing like straight fire. So he has, yeah. I, I feel like America's is one of the more up in the air regions. Like, um, but like EU, I I and I, and honestly, I think the likelihood of Gabby winning it is pretty high. But I'm I'm rooting for Yarla, so. So it, I, I would tell you when I've watched uh, Americas over the last almost this season, I've been really impressed with Nalgadon. And so if I was to pick somebody in, in NA or in the Americas region, that would be who I would pick. And then uh, I know he's retiring, but I, I've never not been impressed watching Surrender play. And so I, I think having him go out with a win and getting getting to go to worlds would be uh would be pretty pretty interesting too so that would be who i will be rooting for uh in those two regions you know with that too i think i'm i'm picking Monsanto, but i'm rooting for muzzy you got you got to root for muzzy to go to worlds so it, muzzy's been and muzzy pop-offs are literally the best so <laughs> i'm hoping for muzzy Okay, now we can move on to the main topic. I just wanted to talk because I was thinking about that as we were talking about tournaments. All right, so for the main topic tonight, I I I am going to interview my two other co-hosts because both of them have had a fantastic start to the month of October. In fact, both of them have already hit legend. Uh, both of them have been very high ranked within Legend. Dragon Rider, did I see that you were like sixty six Legend when you when you got into in, into Legend rank? Yep. I, I know, yep. uh, Daring, you were in the two hundreds yeah. or something. Yeah, it was like two sixty something. Yeah, and uh, I, I it's. As we're recording this, this is the 5th of October, okay? The 5th of October, and these two are already in Legend, in High Legend, kicking butt. They they both had the 11X modifier, I believe, if I recall correctly. So they had, uh, you know, yes, you get extra stars for wins, but the, the competition that you're facing is the other 11X players, which, you know, they're kind of good, too. So I thought, let's let's talk to them about how their laddering went this month. See if they uh, could give me, the lonely platinum player that I am as of right now, uh, any any insights as to what they did to do so so well. And maybe, uh, maybe we can get a little something out of this as well. So, uh Dragon Rider, let me start with you. What did you do anything differently this month, or or how do you feel like you did anything different this month? Yes, and it's kind of a two part. So the first is I feel like I I mean I got the eleven X, which I've gotten a couple of times before. I think this is like my fourth time getting the eleven X, and it's it's not consistent. Like I haven't gotten it two months in a row. Um. So I guess that's kind of different. Um, but also I did anybody that saw on my YouTube, I did like a video where I walked through, but I set up like an overall goal for myself for this month. And then I kind of broke each week of the month down into like smaller goals or like stepping stone things of what I could do during each week to accomplish my goal. And I think just having that, 
that mindset and a specific thing that I was going to be doing during the week in mind instead of just logging in and being like, okay, cool, let's play some games. Like I had something very specific. Um, and so for me, that was very different. And I think that helped helped me a lot. Daring, what about you? Did you did you set goals kind of like Dragon Rider did, or did you do something different? Or, or I, I guess I don't know how you normally jam games, and and so why don't you share a little bit about that? Uh, I ended up jamming games harder because because the the bonus, like it was like I was like eleven x, like this is the time to strike. It's going to be easier to get into Legend. I'm going to have to win less games overall. You know, obviously, like you said, it's the the 11x. I think I lost one game, though. I will say, I think I lost one game between uh, Bronze 10 and Diamond 5. Like, I think I lost one or two games. So, like, I hit a hot streak, too. That helped. But, like, I was just like, I, um, I sat down Friday night and I played on my PC, which I primarily play on my phone at different points during the day, but I sat down and I jammed like a couple hours of games on, on the PC. And then like, I don't always play on the weekend, but like I was playing on Saturday and I was playing on Sunday. I was playing more early in the month because I was like, I can do this. This is the, this is the 11 X multiplier. It's time to take advantage of that. So I kind of just went in with that mindset of like, I earned it this month. So I'm going to, I'm going to use it to its fullest. Do you think, do you think the uh, mindset uh, of like having you know, like, just I guess thinking about the eleven X? Do you think that played a role? Like it sounds like it did. It sounds like you're like I. I think I could just sort of power through this, and and so that was like a, a motivating factor almost. It was, and it was just a. It was basically the. And especially towards the end, because it's like, all right, I get two chances at a final boss. Like, that is such a, like, big thing. Like, you get to one, you know, rank one, three stars. You get, if you lose that first time, which I did on my final push, and then I won the next match. So it was just nice to be able to have that little bit of extra wheel room and, like, it encouraged me to like clear my head and keep jamming games like in like a more positive way, not like, you know, jamming games. Cause you're like blowing off steam and you're, you're, you're tilted and you just want to keep going. You're just like, I'm going to hit it. I'm going to hit it. And I was able to just stop and be like, yes. Okay. I lost. That's fine. I'm still at the floor. I can go through still. So like that, that definitely did give me a, uh, uh, a positive mindset. It also put a little bit of extra pressure on me, on myself too. It felt like, I'm like, all right, I got 11 X. There's no excuse not to be, there's no excuse not to be legend by, you know, the end of X, you know, it was Sunday. I hit it. So like, that was just, I was like, I have to, I, I have to now. <laughs> I saw Dawn get it on day one. I'm like, I need to just because it's day two. Excuse <laughs> day me. Two. Yeah. So, yep. That's kind of interesting because I, I feel like I did the opposite. I tried to not think about the 11 star because, okay, so I, so I mentioned that this is like my fourth time now getting the 11 star. The other times I hard struggled climbing to legend and I climbed to legend with a negative win rate. Like it was rough each of those other times. And I still got there with a negative win rate because of those extra stars, like you were talking about, Daring. But, like, this time, I was like, okay, I got the 11 star. That's fine. That's just going to help me between Diamond and Legend. But if I just autopilot or I don't focus on the games and I just misplay or if I'm trying to, like, learn a deck at the same time, it's not going to work for me. So I, I tried to just focus on like, okay, I'm going to play something I know, something I'm very comfortable with, and I'm going to make sure that I really try to focus, especially on the climb to legends, so that I can try to enter as high as I can to try to save myself a little bit like in the process. Because the, the longer into the month I get legend, you know, the, the further back in legend I'll be, and then I have to put more time in climbing at that point. 
So I, I tried to take an approach of like, okay, just, you know, I have the 11 star. Okay. But th maybe that means I'm also going to be against players that I'm not necessarily facing off against usually. So they might be, you know, higher skill. And that means I should be focusing even more. So I, that was kind of my approach in like the mindset of the 11 star for me. Uh, what about um, tilt or maybe like imposter syndrome or any of that sort of thing? Did, were either of you uh, struggling with ladder anxiety or tilt during during your climb? Or how how are you? How were your emotions during the climb this month versus versus maybe previous months? I was pretty. I was. I think I was a little tilted, a little bit easier. But then again, I was also able to um, come off it a little bit easier too because of the the eleven X. Just because I keep saying eleven X, I'm just like the the modifier. The modifier helped um, take some of the the tension off. Like it it gave me the drive to keep pushing because I knew I had um, that little bit of, uh, you know, extra extra leverage. And even, even when it was like, I struggled between two and three um, for a while, you know, for like you know, a couple, you know, like probably like 10 or 15 matches. And then I, I made the push. And um, those were a little bit harder to come back from because it was just like I would go up to two and then come back to three and go up to two and come back to three. It's like one of those bouncing around, but that's like not something completely unfamiliar. So it's like, okay, well, this is just these are just games and it feels like there is some pressure, but there is less pressure at the same time. I know that sounds weird, but it's like the pressure to get there faster, but the pressure of knowing, like, the less pressure of knowing that, like, I don't have to win as many games, which um, I feel like a lot of the times, like, in my claim, I pretty I played Mage exclusively from start to finish. I played Quest Mage start to finish. And um, the amount of games I feel like I lost on my climb to, to misplays or bad plays were pretty few and far between when I had good matchups i took advantage of that um i played to my outs in my bad matchups like hunter and like celestial druid like i tried to play to my outs those are really hard matchups so um and i tried not to let that get to me because you know some of the some right now some of these things are rock paper scissors so it's just like you keep up as a mage you see hunter and it's like well <laughs> good game <laughs> But it's just one of those things where you just go like, all right, well, that's something that's going to happen. I'm good against other things, and I can win a lot of matchups, so I'm going to keep going. Yeah, so on kind of the same note, I played exclusively Elemental Shaman on my climb. So um, for me, that's a deck I've played a lot before the expansion. I've played it off and on since the expansion. It's something that I'm very comfortable with, uh, and I even kind of like Highlander Hunter, like, I still feel like I'm learning things about the deck, even though I've played like hundreds of games with it. Um, so I, I do think that helped. But in terms of like tilt and imposter syndrome, I would say my tilt was way less than what it's been in the past, but my imposter syndrome was way up from what it's been in the past. So I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, for me, like I struggle with that a lot, you know, like feeling like, Oh, I, I don't belong here. I'm not, I'm not that good of a player. And I kind of just had to snap myself out of that a lot and just be like, just forget about that. Just, you know, like just leave that out of your mind as much as I can. Just forget everything. Just focus on what I'm doing at the time. Um, I've, I've talked to a couple of people about that in terms of like job interviews or casting. Like when I was doing the casting the day before, you know, we were doing our prep and stuff like all the casters yeah that imposter syndrome was hitting me super hard but then once i got into the casting it was just like forget about that don't think about chat don't think about this don't think about that like just focus on what i'm doing in the moment and 
you know, that kind of like, I know what I'm doing. I do this every freaking day. Like, I know what I'm doing. Just do it. And I think that that helped. But yeah, the imposter syndrome for me definitely was was uh, increased from, from previous. So, uh, Darren kind of mentioned this. I'll give him a chance to answer this. But what what do you think was the hardest part of the climb? Or where, where did you have a point where you kind of stalled a little bit? Like Diamond 2, Diamond 3, where, where Dragon or Daring was having having a bit of an issue. Did you have a spot like that? Um, I kind of had a little bit of a of a stop like that at like Diamond Five, actually, and then my final boss. I think I actually had like four or five final bosses before I actually hit Legend. Um, but like Daring said, like for me, also having that like that extra star where, okay, well, you know, uh, if I'm missing a star, but if I win this, I get two. So I'm still legend. That's okay. Like that helped a lot when thinking about like, this is my final boss. I want to get to legend. So that, that was, that was huge. So those for me were like the two spots where I feel like I kind of hit, hit a snag. Was, uh, was that the hardest part of, part of the climb? Or was there something else that you th- would say was more difficult? Uh, I, I I think just the final boss and like just trying to make sure that I wasn't getting like too anxious about the fact that it was final boss and like getting that kind of the ladder anxiety part of it. If it's like if I wasn't focusing on that, then I felt okay, and and again I could go back to focusing on the game. But as soon as I started to be like, oh, if I if I win this one, I'm legend, you know, <laughs> day two legend, like so excited because that's the earliest I've ever hit legend. Um, so yeah, that that for me, like the mix of so many legend bosses and like getting over the anxiety and then going back to focusing on the game was was the hardest part of the climb for me this month. Daring, what about you? Do you have anything to add about the the hardest part of the climb? Um, there was, I mean, there definitely was anxiety there, and that was probably, like I said, it was both the expe- expectations were higher for myself, and that kind of put added pressure, especially um, when I started hitting that wall, and that was that was the hardest part of the climb, refocusing on on that and and taking a few bad matchups and, and some, some losses and, you know, um, recovering and, and, and not slipping back out of like that, that two to three star range. Well, I was able to, even though I was bouncing around a bit, I maintained it. I never went back to rank four. So I was able to regain and, and, um, you know, just, just, uh, focus on what I needed to do to win matchups. So we had some some nerfs recently. Uh, we're still, you know, less than we're about two weeks now as of the recording uh, since the balance latest set of balance changes. Do you think those had a- any impact on uh, on this climb for October? Starting with you, Daring. Um, I'd say so. Considering I played strictly mage, I feel like mage got better. Um. Now there's there's definitely counters coming out against Mage and that's fine, but like Mage got better. So like at the beginning of the month, I I feel like at the end of last month there was there were people playing Mage and trying to counter Mage, but there was less of that than I would expect. So um, yeah, that definitely helped me. And Mage was the deck I felt most comfortable with over this you know past month and a half. So like that helped out a lot. So yeah, I guess they did. Dragon Rider, what about you? Hell yes, they did. I, uh, <laughs> so for what no, thing, no, I... <laughs> no, 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 uh, no, back and forth. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's yeah. hell yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think they did for me, and I think part like it was a combination of things. So I think just the timing of. Uh, this month, I'm much more focused on just my standard climb, whereas last month I was trying to play everything because I was getting ready for casting. 
Um, but in terms of just the nerfs as well, like, uh, I, I do better when things are a little bit more stable. I've talked about that a lot and I feel like things are a little bit more stable right now, not changing constantly since we've had the nerfs. Um, so I, I feel like I'm doing better because of that. And also I feel like before the nerfs, uh, a lot of the decks are very like fast paced or you have to do a lot of quick math and, and quick actions, queue things up. Um, and I'm just not very good at that. Like, especially when I'm streaming because, you know, I I'll look away from the game or something and talk to chat or I'll do whatever. And, and when you have to be like, bam, 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 you know, really playing things, using your opponent's turn to calculate what you have to do, order of your cards, uh, you know, for like rogue playing something, bouncing it back to your hand, playing something, seeing what you draw, you know, all of that. Like, I'm not very good with decks like that. Uh, so I definitely think that a meta where something that's a little bit more stable and there's not quite as much of those decks, especially Warlock, uh, has been very good for me and helped me a lot. So I'm glad you guys pointed out um, the decks that you played because I, I think both of you had a deck that you have put a lot of time and effort into and I think that that makes a huge difference. Daring you with Quest Mage and uh, Dragon Rider, I, I know I've watched you play Elemental Shaman quite a bit on your on your stream. So, uh, how how many games do you think you played with with the deck that you went to Legend with? I I I, I want you to just guesstimate because I I don't think uh, one of one of the things I I've jumped around a bunch trying to complete quests and achievements and things like that. And I, I, I probably could be further along if I had just picked a deck and felt comfortable with it the way you, t you two have felt with the two decks that you got legend with. Uh, Either of you got a number for uh, me? It, it's, it's gotta be a couple hundred easy. Like I have primarily jammed quest mage um, for a while now. I think since that that since, like like since almost since the start of the expansion. Correct. Right? I jammed a lot of it at the beginning of the expansion and then um after I hit legend in August, I think I was jamming handlock before the first nerf. Um to like flesh giant or it was after the first nerf to flesh giant but before the D6 nerf. So um and then I switched over to Mage in September and pretty much played Mage. I think I played some other stuff. I, I tried some aggro druid at the beginning of the month or at certain points in the month. But um, yeah, it was pretty much when I was on ladder, I was playing Mage. So it's been primarily all my games. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of have a little cheat for... <laughs> I still have my deck tracker. Yep. But that's, <laughs> I, I will just that's say it's, it's just for this season. Okay. So just for this season, I will say, so I played on Friday, the first Saturday, the second, and I actually did not play again until my stream today on Tuesday. So I, that's only three days of playing. And I played 80 games just with elemental shaman uh, and I, I mean, probably easily total 350 plus with the deck at, at least. Uh, yeah, because you play, you played it a fair amount, didn't you? Get did you get Legend with it in in September too? Um, I was thinking I think I that hit Legend with something else. I think, I think it was a Warrior deck at the beginning of September. Um, I used a different version of elemental shaman in august to hit uh to hit legend the day of the expansion and then i played some before but yeah i mean it's several hundred plus maybe even near four or five hundred potentially over the last several months but just this month alone it's been 80 games with that deck particularly so several hundred games for both of you. So very familiar with a lot of different matchups, a lot of situations. And so you probably didn't have a lot of situations where you're like, "Gal, I don't know what to do in this particular point, I, I would imagine. 
Yep. Um, do you do you think you can carry something over uh, to maybe next month or or future months about about this climb or or how you handled this uh, this month so far? Um, Darren, yeah. do you want to go? Yeah, first? yeah. I'm when I got to Legend. Um, I've I've been playing I've been playing a lot and I dropped down I'm to like in the 700s now which is which is fine I took a lot of losses today um but I'm trying to focus on if I'm going to if I'm going to keep the 11x modifier I want to actually earn it and I want to put it in the games I don't want to just coast from and there's nothing wrong with that if that's how you want to if you want to approach it I would like to not just sit there and, and let DK, hopefully DK not take me out of the, uh, the MMR range of, uh, which is, like I said, it's, I'm not, I'm not taking it any, anything away from anyone else who has done this, but like, I remember that, that thing with hat on, was that on YouTube? Was that with you, Dragon Rider? Yeah. That's why I yes. thought. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. So like, yes, that's, that's kind of always stuck out to me. It's just like, like, I'm like, I would like to, I mean, because I'm not going to get better if I just get to Legend and sit there and don't play. Like, that's where I'm trying to improve myself. Dragon Rider. Yeah, and I I think there's definitely, like, in terms of that, that's very much a going back to the goals. Like, what is it you're looking for out of your play? Are you looking to just get the 11x? Or just looking to hit a certain rank for a screenshot? Are you looking for like month to month or over time, you know, improvement or like those all go back to the goals and what you want personally. And I think for me, that helped me a lot. And I'm going to try to really carry that over into next month because I think kind of setting myself that goal of like, this is what I want to do. And these are things that I think will help me get to that goal. Um, are, are definitely something that I want to continue carrying over. Yeah. So it's, it's really hard to just, uh, camp a rank when when you get there in the first four or five days of the, of the month, it doesn't leave you much time to actually, you know, it's one thing if it's like three days left to go in the month, but yeah, camping probably isn't something that's reasonable to do right now. Uh, I'm I'm curious if you think that achieving this, either getting in so early or maybe the rank you got to or whatever, do you th- or just the the positive positive results? Do you think you it, it changes your expectations moving forward? I'm going to start with you, Dragon Rider. Hmm. Um. So I th- that's that's a really good question, and I think. In the past, I would have said yes, absolutely. But I think that I'm going to say no. I I am not going to hold myself to that expectation because I think if I do that, it's too big of a goal for me to consistently hit that because of variance, because of meta shifts, because of whatever else I have going on with content creation or whatever else is going on in my life. Um Uh, I know I'm going to be putting more time now into Mercenaries once that comes out next week. So I'm going to be splitting my time. So that's going to affect how much time I'm playing on ladder. Uh, So I I think, no, I'm not going to hold myself to that expectation because like Darren was saying, like, I don't want to put that huge of pressure on myself because I've done that and it was not good for me. It was not good for me. It was not good for my rank. It's not good for my stream. It's uh, not good for my life because then everything starts to spiral and we go back into all of those mindset conversations we've had about I turn into my rank and my my personal value as a person, as a human, becomes just focused on my rank and what I'm doing. So I'm really not going to keep myself at that expectation. I'm just going to you know, focus on the games, do what I can to keep up my good mindset and let the cards fall as they may. Yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent. Like <laughs> I uh I just signed up for 
uh, a big fighting game tournament in uh, January. So I, I've got, I've got some practice to do. So I'm going to be spending some, some of my time practicing some old fighting games and some new ones and just trying to uh, go into another competitive setting and not try and wash out in pools and owe to myself. But, you know, (laughs) And that's another story. So like I I I am going to um when I got this I was I I posted at the end of last month. I ended at like 14 something. And I was like I've never finished this low before. I'm proud of myself if if the DK knocks me out of 11x so be it. I'm happy with what I did. And that's kind of how I feel about it this month. It's like I got it. Uh, we talked about goals last year at the beginning of this year. One of my goals was to hit 11x at least once. I've done it. So, like, that's like a big, yeah, that's a big check. Um, I don't think I'm going to hit some of my other goals just because, like, one of my other goals was to hit Legend all 12 months. And then I was like, was not enjoying the meta at the beginning of the year. So, I didn't hit it for a couple months this, at the beginning of the year. But. I've been able to recover and enjoy the meta more. And um, so I'm just going into it with like, I want to, my goal is to carry over is to get better and keep playing at a high level. And if I don't get the 11 X next month, so be it. I mean, I, (laughs) I hit legend last month with a 10 X on, you know, the 10th. So like, I feel like I can, I can hit legend in a reasonable amount of time. And um, it's not the end of the world if I don't get 11x again. I would be excited to, but, like, the goal is just to be better and, like, not let that extra star, like, drive me mad about, like, trying to get and keeping an MMR. All right, let me end it with this last question. I'd like to know from you, do you do you have any advice for someone who might be struggling right now they're they're listening to this maybe they have not had the kind of start to the month that they were hoping they were going to have uh what 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 advice would you give them based on just what you've done this month and like obviously what you've been you've been doing uh over the last few years because you've been playing this game for quite a while um my advice would be um just focus on your mental state. Um, find a deck that works for you. Learn the matchups. And you might already be at that point in time. If you feel like you keep hitting the bad matchup. If the bad matchup is running too rampant. Maybe you look at another deck. But just focus on staying out of the tilt zone. Controlling what you can in every single matchup. Like, if it's the bad matchup, play your outs. You know, like, if you don't know what they are, figure out what they are. But just keep keep in mind that, like, there's a lot of hit or miss things. There are some, a lot, there are a lot of matchups that are, like, not even quite matchups. There's, like, eh, there's almost no chance I win this. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of those matchups um, floating around between different decks. So... Um, I would say just, just kind of focus on, uh, on your mental state. Um, take a little bit of the pressure off. Don't, you don't have to kill yourself. You don't have to, um, you know, just, you don't have to compare yourself to someone else. Just like try and focus on playing the best Hearthstone you can and enjoy yourself. So. Ryan Ryder, what about you? Yeah, uh, I mean, a lot of the same things Daring said. I I will bounce off the comparing yourself to other people. Wow. When I stopped doing that or even limited how much I compared myself to other people, my quality of gameplay and my quality of life improved tenfold. And that includes comparing to yourself. Holy crap. Because I was also like, oh, well, I'm going to stop comparing myself to other people. But then I'd look and say, well, well, last month I did this. Well, last month I got to this rank. Why can't I do that now? Again, 
your mindset changes, the meta changes, what's going on in your life changes. You know, it's RNG happens. There's going to be the, that variance of what you're queuing into. There's going to be, even when you're queuing into good matchups, yet sometimes you're just going to draw dead. You know, that that's all variance and that's all going to happen. Um, I, I just want to reshare the story. I know I've shared it before, but I still remember I'd been working for, for quite a while. I mean, probably six months to a year from the time I really started focusing on ladder to the time that I was able to first hit legend. Um, and the very first month that I also hit legend, I had a day where I had 8% win rate. I had a single digit win rate, and I was still able to then keep playing games and hit legend that same month. So like, even if you hit some bad matchups, you go through some bad variants, you know, if you keep going, you keep trying, you keep just working on that mindset, stick with what you know, keep practicing, you know, the good habits, you will get there. Yeah, I I think, you know, I uh, will echo something I struggle with is comparing myself to other players and seeing a bunch of people yourselves included that got the 11 X last month. It's been really hard to not compare myself, but I'm trying not to. I, even though I still kind of am a little bit, little bit, little bit trying not to, but yes, don't compare yourself to other people. They have different situations. They have different strengths within the game. They, you know, matchups, all that sort of stuff. Just, do what you need to do. Jump in the game, hit the play button, and have fun. I think I think that sometimes we queue because we 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 feel like we need to, or we are are trying to prove something. And you, the only reason you should be playing is to have fun. And so, stop comparing yourself to other players. Just do what you can do, and. And, and take some pressure off yourself. And I think you will, I, I think you'd be surprised at how much easier things get. So uh, and, and <laughs> I, I just felt like I, I wanted to include that as well, but thank you both for, for talking about this. I think there, I think there was definitely some interesting, interesting discussion there about this. And, and I hope that you listening uh, got a little something from this discussion as well. Uh, I'm going to jump into this week's poll question. Uh, you know, we talked a lot about hitting legend. We talked a lot about the 11X modifier and stuff. So our poll question this week is uh, regarding that. And uh, I, I really want you to think about this question and think about and honestly answer answer because I, I, I'm, I'm very curious. Do you think a legend rank accurately reflects how good a player is at Hearthstone. We've talked about this. Definitely, I don't think you should always equate rank with how good a player is. And so keep that in mind. Vote. Tell us what you think. And we will talk about the results on next week's show. Speaking of the show, you can find us on Twitter at Dr3HS. Um, you can uh, follow the top pin tweet to join our Discord, and you can email us at dr3hs at gmail.com. Uh, you can find myself on Twitter and uh, Twitch. I'm actually, I am actually planning on streaming some practice for some of the stuff coming up. So uh, um, the game I'm focusing right now is Vampire Savior, aka Dark Darkstalkers in America. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm probably going to be streaming first. <laughs> I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of ground to make up on that one. And then, uh, virtual, virtual fighter five and Tekken seven will be the other ones I'm streaming. So, uh, look for that in the near future from me, uh, dragon rider, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Donny DK. That's D A W N I E D K. Uh, streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash DK, also DK on YouTube. And uh, coming out very, very soon, also uh, a new podcast, another new weekly podcast is coming out all about Hearthstone Mercenaries uh, called Spirit Healer, a Hearthstone Mercenaries podcast. It's going to be myself, Cinder Ascendant, and Simba 
Simba TV. I am so excited to work with uh, both of them and and hopefully introduce them to more of the community and talk about mercenaries because as you all probably have uh, have picked up the last few weeks, I'm pretty excited <laughs> about mercenaries. No, really? So, I just couldn't I have told. No, oh, that's crazy. Well, so yes. And Mage, take us home. You can find me talking about twi- uh, talking about Hearthstone and a lot of battlegrounds recently. I've been doing actually pretty well uh, playing yes, playing that, and uh, am really enjoying that. So talking about that, talking about my ladder experience, talking about D anD D. The baseball playoffs now are starting. You'll probably see a few comments about that as well on my Twitter at Major. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in. And as always, you've been listening to Dr. Three.